are listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. This is episode number seven. Today we will be talking about Pop Century and how they made over the rooms, Baseline Tap House at Hollywood Studios, and the Run Disney events. Everything Disney in and out of the house. Two grown-ups and a mouse. Hi there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. This is episode number seven. Do you know what we're talking about today, Andrew? You just said it in the intro. Do you remember? No. Your memory's as bad as mine is. All right. We're talking about uh, Disney stuff. Yes, that's correct. All right. See? Can't say anything about that because it is correct. I pay attention. Yeah. Anyway. Before we get into that, we need to tell everybody to please subscribe. Mm, See, I said your memory's as good as mine is because apparently mine's not that good. Yeah, you forgot. You know why? Because I know everyone listening has already subscribed. So it's like, yay, thank you for subscribing. Yeah, but what if this is the first time they're listening? Well, if it's the first time they're listening, then they're in for a pleasant surprise, and then they're going to subscribe and listen to the other episodes we did. See? And they're going to listen to the episodes we haven't done yet. Right. When we do them. In the future. Yes. Right. I am AJ from the future. You subscribed, and you followed us on social media. Episode 2033 is an excellent episode you will not want to miss. How many years away is that? Uh, pretty far yeah (laughs) we're doing one a week and there's 52 weeks a year yes please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast site yep but also please follow us on social media that will alert you when new podcasts are up right so you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram Uh, that's about it well for social media yeah two grown-ups and a mouse if you want you can also visit our website two grown-ups and a mouse dot com dot com great place to go and you can find our shows there as well. Yeah. You can listen you can listen anywhere and everywhere. Well. That's controlled by us. Anyway. Now can we start? I thought we did. I had a feeling you were gonna say that. Anyway how many times am I gonna say anyway? That's pretty annoying. Sorry. I'm not no. apologizing to you, I'm apologizing to everyone that's listening. Just leave me for the annoying part, I guess. Well you are the annoying part, I guess. How rude. I, I love you. Rude, rude, rude. I still love you. I'm holding up the universal sign for I love you. Uh-huh. Actually, he is an American Sign Language ASL. He's holding up the I love you sign. Today, we're talking about Pop Century. That's subject number one. They recently redid the rooms at Pop Century. Yep. It seems like they've been redoing the rooms at a lot of places. Right. We haven't seen all of the resorts, though. No, not yet. Well, we we have a tendency, if we if we have discussed already, to go to uh, Coronado Springs. Right. That's kind of our go-to resort. It works well for us. We like the location. We like the layout. We ended up staying at Pop Century not too long ago because we went to book Coronado and Stitch ate the page. Yeah, the website was having some issues. But it was also the, you know, it's the first, uh, it was... Right after the busy season started for summer, so there weren't a lot of rooms available, so... Maybe someone else was trying to book the same room at the same time. Uh, possibly. But, but we ended up at Pop Century, which is our second go-to. Pretty much. I mean... Um, it's 
Yeah, before we started going to Coronado, we always stayed at Pop Century. Yeah, out of all the value resorts, that's probably our favorite value resort. Oh, for sure. I mean, all any Disney resort is nice, be it a value resort, a moderate resort, or a deluxe resort. They're all nice. You get the Disney quality, you get the Disney amenities, you get all the benefits of staying on property. Right. So any one of them are going to be really nice um, and probably better than... Oh, many hotels in the area. I, I think it's a mix. Uh, for the amount of money you spend, you probably get similar place to stay. It's not fair to compare a you know twenty dollar a night budget into well, to Pop Century, mostly because it costs a lot more than twenty dollars a night. But uh, but the Hilton, the Marriott, the Best Westerns. Yeah, it's it's similar. It's nothing, you know. But there's added benefits to staying on property. Right. The extra magic hours, which we've talked about a little bit. The shipping packages back to your room. Sure, that's a big one. If you are if you stay long enough, because they won't let you ship it if you're checking out the next day. Right, I, I think they need a day buffer in there. Right, because sometimes but, it can take a while for it to get right. there, just in case something happens. But there's a few benefits for staying on property. Sure. And for us, we like the cleanliness, we like the attentiveness, and we like the location. Right. Because being that much closer, not having to deal with traffic in the area, is a huge benefit. Well, that's a bit. That's the, that's the number one is the is that traffic issue. You just never know. You get a hotel that's off property. It might be really easy to get to, or maybe you're going to spend thirty minutes to go half a mile to the next light and then another 30 minutes to get to the next. And then, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it tends to eat up a lot of time. So, right. And that's why we opt to stay right. on property. And there are great hotels in the area that you can stay at. Well, you sure. can get great deals, not staying on property. But for us, we just opt to spend a little bit more money, stay on property, get that added benefit. Right. At, mostly, though, the location. That's really, for us, that's the biggest benefit. Oh, sure. And so many of the neighboring hotels have added parking fees. Of course, and Disney, has, <laughs> Disney has a, has added parking fees as well. But for the most part, they're less expensive right. than the neighboring hotels. And yes, the neighboring hotels do have resort fees. So they quote you a price and then you get there and you find out you have to pay a parking fee and you have to pay a resort fee. And when all is said and done, sometimes it's the same amount as just staying on property. Well, it's, it's that. And, and these days are better because the hotels not, are now notifying you of that while you're doing the reservation. It's not like the big reason we, we always hated that is we went to, uh, how was it? We did a, we did a price line, a name your price. And we got a really nice resort right outside of downtown Disney, or what was downtown Disney then. At the time it was downtown Disney, so I don't need to correct you. Um, it, was a, it was a nice resort. Of course, they put us in the crappiest room, which is common when you do a name your own price with Priceline. But the worst part was that between their parking fee and their resort fee, it was about 60% of the price of what we were paying per night. So now all of a sudden our really cheap room turned into a normal price room. And... Back then, they didn't tell you about that beforehand. So you walked up and it's kind of like, oh, well, how are you going to pay for this extra, all these extra fees? And it was between the two of them it was 30 or $40 a night for all those fees. And it was like, it was, it was a shock. 
Yes. And, but it's little things like that have, that have made us time and time again to say, okay, we're going to stay on property. So this past trip, which again, wasn't too long ago, we opted to go to Pop Century. We hadn't been there in a while. But we do like the location. It's off of Victory Way. It's not very far from Disney Springs. It's right next door to Caribbean Beach, right near ESPN Wide World of Sports. So, it's it's very convenient for Hollywood Studios. Extremely convenient for Hollywood Studios and for things off property. Uh, on the on the <laughs> on that kind of that south and east side, it is yeah. Because it's right near Osceola Parkway, or south and west but side rather. I'm Osceola sorry. Parkway is a um, toll road, but it takes you into the shopping area. There's a, a shopping area off of it called the Loop. There's right. a Walgreens right there. Inside of the Loop is a Kohl's and a dsw and a bunch of stores once my glasses broke and there's a it was either pearl vision or lens crafters i went there to get the little nose piece for my glasses so it's just nice to not have to go too far away and we were i think we were staying at pop century so it was like just hopped on osceola went to the loop came back so pop century is definitely also a really good location in our opinion Sure. Or at least for, for what we need. It's really nice. But we hadn't been there in a while. Yep. And we walked in and we're kind of shocked. Yeah. I, <laughs> I haven't been... Pay- we haven't been paying as much attention lately, so we didn't realize that they had redone the rooms. Right. I, I had been told by a co-worker right. that the rooms had been redone, but I didn't realize this. And we walk into the room and what do we see? but a table with four chairs. And we knew from having stayed at Art of Animation that this was a Murphy bed. Right. And for us, it wasn't ideal because we're two adults. Mm -hmm. We don't need the table. I mean, when you pull the Murphy bed down, it is a little bit longer. Right. But it was still nice to know that they added that feature to make the room more accessible for right. families that, you know, a lot of people do stay in the value resorts because they want to save money. Sure. So they might be more apt to buy food and bring it in or order it from places such as garden grocer or Amazon. You can deliver. There are a lot of great food service companies that you can order food and have it delivered to your resort. Right. So I think well, more you have to be, there's no way to heat up food in the resort, though. There, right. There is, in the value resorts, they do not have microwaves. Right. But they do have refrigerators. Yeah. And they do have coffee makers. And mm-hmm. they do have this nice little setup so that you could easily eat at a nice size table. Right. And, you know, it feels like a little studio. Right. So, but the other thing is they got rid of the carpet. Yeah. I think that probably, I'm guessing, is due to people's allergies, maybe, or... I would guess. And it's probably just easier to clean overall. You know, it's less... You can run a Swifter and a, and a mop through it really fast without having to vacuum the whole place. Now, I should have looked in the room, seen one of the housekeepers to see how what their cleaning process was. That would be interesting to find out. Yeah. But it definitely had a nice look to the room. It looked very modern. Yeah, it looked, it looked updated. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely looked updated. Um, they had the two beds, mm-hmm. and didn't they have the suitcase holder in the room? Yeah. Whereas, ironically, in Coronado, unless it was just our luck, when we, when we were at Coronado, they didn't have that little suitcase right. holder, you know, that little uh, collapsible holder, you know, it looks like a little bench. You right. just open it up, you can put your suitcase on it. And we didn't have that the past couple times that we stayed at Coronado, so it was a pleasant surprise. Right. That they did have that at Pop Century because we use it. We go on short trips, so we don't really need to unpack all that much. Well, yeah, we, we leave quite a bit in a, in a suitcase. Often, yes. Yeah. But they also have a little closet area, which I don't believe they had that previously. I don't remember if they did. Maybe they did, and I just don't. Well, it used to be, uh, it was just a single sink in a, in a value. And then that, that whole wall... You know, as as you're facing the sink, if you looked to the side, you know, one way is into the bathroom. The other way was just a long rack of, uh, now, of, of now hangers. I'm, now I'm envisioning it. Right. So, and then, that, you know, they had the the uh, ironing board and the iron so stack act- back there. So. Actually, I guess they basically cut the closet space in half or they, into they cut, a third. They cut the hanging Correct. part. But down. they gave you more bathroom, more usable bathroom space. Right. It was like the given the take. They <laughs> there's more counter space. There's more and there's two sinks. Uh, or was there one sink? No, there was only one sink. Oh, but the, but it was bigger. Yeah, it was, it just, there's more counter seemed, space and more uh, uh, cabinet space. Yeah, it just seemed more functional. Right. So plus it was it's a pocket door. Right. And I believe before they were, the doors opened and shut on a hinge. Well, before it was a, it was a curtain. To the bathroom? Yeah. Well, the, to, to the toilet and the shower, it was a door. Oh, you're talking. We're talking about different right. doors. I'm talking about on the actual where the bathroom, where the toilet is. Mm-hmm. It's a pocket door. You're talking right. about the the whole bathroom area starting with. Right. The closet space, you're saying, that is now an actual door. Right. So we were talking. We like to confuse our listeners. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) But yeah, there used to be a curtain to separate the bathroom from the sleeping area. Right. They have replaced that curtain with the sliding doors, which they have for a while at least had those in the moderates and above. Right. And that is a nice feature because you can actually shut the door and be... A little less noisy for anyone that might still be trying to rest. Right. So, and inside of the bathroom, they did a lot of remodeling. Well, it's a retile. And the shower head. Oh, the, and no more shower curtain. So they have a, a glass doors. And the, the room we were in was not a handicap room. So the handicap right. room would be different than what we're describing. But yes, the... There is a glass shower door, but it has a nice dual shower head now. Right. Really high-end shower head. But one of the changes that a lot of people are, they probably know about it, but just in case anybody doesn't, instead of having the individual bottles of shampoo, conditioner, and giving you a bar of soap, what they are now doing is they have dispensers. Right. That are on the wall of the shower with shampoo, conditioner, and the other dispenser is body wash. So they are not giving out 
the larger bars of soap for cleaning in the shower, right. you do get a bar of soap if you want to clean your hands at the sink. They do give you a small bar of soap right. for that. But they don't give you shampoo, conditioner, or a bar of soap in individual containers. Now it's through the dispenser. So right. if you don't want to use those items out of the dispenser, if you know ahead of time, then you can always bring your own. Right. And, of course, they do sell it in the gift shop. Yeah. They have they have others that you could purchase if you wanted your own I think they bottle. sell. I, th I, think, I think they sell big bottles. Uh, and then I think they also sell, uh, like sample sizes. You can well, buy a, like a sample size kit. Yeah. It's like a little pack. No, there's definitely other options, yeah. but it's nice that, you know, it's very environmentally friendly. Sure. Disney is, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't hurt them financially. I'm sure it's beneficial as well, okay, I'm but, sure. but it is helping the environment. So it's really Right. Great that they're, you know, whether or not they're saving, they are helping the environment. And right. that's a good thing. Of course. So, but overall, the rooms are pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, it, it was nice. I still prefer the moderates. The beds are a little bit bigger in the moderates. You know, there's a few well, differences. Uh, for people that don't know is uh, when you, as you step up from value to moderate to the uh, premium. Deluxe. Deluxe. Uh, a few things change, actually. Um, you'll get better sheets on the bed, better towels, better uh, toilet paper. Uh, I, I always choose my hotel based on the quality of the toilet paper. Well, it's important for some. <laughs> um, you could That you could also bring your own if you don't like the toilet paper they provide. Well, of course. Uh, I don't know if I, it's probably just plain Kleenex in both, but either way. Right. No, but not only do you get nicer sheets on the bed, aren't the beds different sizes? Uh, well, I, I don't know now with that Murphy bed if one of them was a queen and the other was just a double. It used to be just both of them were doubles. In and the Valley Resort. In the value, And then in the, in the moderate and above, they were two queens. Right. So, but I don't, I didn't really, I didn't pay that much attention to the size of the beds that were there. Right. We didn't measure them. We no. didn't have our tape measure with us. Right. But the TVs are bigger i believe yeah it looked like a they're, probably a 60 inch tv on the wall they're mounted to the wall yep and you were able to connect us yeah if you have a an android device or a windows pc a windows laptop that's relatively new you can probably connect to it wirelessly and then stream whatever you want to it right which is also nice because when you're in the room that is one <laughs> disadvantage of staying on property i feel that they don't have as wide a selection of tv stations sometimes i feel like we're limited on what we can watch well it's, it's a very it's a very a it's a very family friendly pick of stations of they, course. Have, they have a lot more stations compared to like when we first started going when there were like eight stations but so now that now there's a plenty of stations but they're all family friendly and you don't really, there's a guide station, but other than that, you don't really know what's on. So, and, and that's 2018. I don't, I think they're still behind because you can't really connect to an iPhone or any other iOS device to it easily. Um, so it makes it harder to, you know, if we want to stream Netflix or Hulu or, or what have you, it's, it's hard to do that. Well, that's because we happen to use iPhones and 
iPads and right. you had a Mac for a while. And Well, I'm, I'm technical enough. I can still connect to the TV, but not a lot of some people will, will be a little stymied by it. Right. It might be it might be at, a little bit difficult. At the, at the Swan and Dolphin, they have a different set, setup. So they have you can log into your Netflix account right from the TV and then you're good to go. But that is almost uh, it's probably not the right terminology but that's almost like a friendly neighbor hotel or right. good, good neighbor hotel because they are on disney property you can book them through disney but they are not disney resorts no they're not owned or operated by disney right but they're they're great resorts we know people that have stayed there and oh yeah, yeah. and enjoyed them and those their benefit is definitely location especially if you want to go to hollywood studios or epcot they're very close right in the middle right within walking distance uh but again, those are not Disney resorts. Right. But we enjoyed our stay at Pop Century, sure. and if if the occasion arose, we would definitely stay there again. Mm-hmm. But of course, we'll probably opt for Coronado because that's just how we are. Yeah. But you know what I'm opting for now? What? Subject number two. The second subject. That. Of the day. That. Baseline tap house, or tap house or tap? Uh, sure. That's it's one of those. <laughs> one of those. Well, I will tell you, it is in Hollywood Studios. I will tell you, it is located where the bookstore used to be located, outside of the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Yeah, that was my favorite place to get coffee at the bookstore because I never had a problem finding Sweet and Low there. And at Joffrey's Coffee, they do not carry Sweet and Low. Right. Which is very disappointing for me. (laughs) I I was brought up on saccharin, so that's what I'm accustomed to, and equal and Splenda and the the yellow and the blue ones, they hurt my stomach. And sugar isn't as sweet as the chemicals in all of those items, which is really sad. But uh, that, the, the previous coffee house that was right there at the bookstore, they always had sweet and low. Plus, if it was cold or if it was hot, it was a nice air-conditioned area to go inside, get a drink, sure. sit down. They have places to sit. But they have reimagined it with this baseline... Tap house. Tap house. And it's a nice little place. It is. There are a few places to sit inside. Yep. More places to sit outside. Right. And their biggest selection is... Beer. Lots and lots of beer. Yep. You're looking at the menu about how many beer items are are there on there? Are there on there? <laughs> well, they sell them in, in it looks like uh, 16 ounce and 22 ounce drafts. And there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine beers. Nine the, choices of beers. I thought they had more than that. Nope. It seemed like more. Yeah, it did. Especially when you go in there and they ask them what each of them are. But they don't only have the 16 and 22 ounces. No, they have uh, they have a beer flight where you can choose four out of the nine and you get a five ounce cup. Do you? Now, that's what you opted to do when we went there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what four you got? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have to either. Well, I, I think I took a picture of the of the cards they gave me. You did take a picture of it. 
But uh, So we will find that and we will post that on the website so that people can see sure. what the beers were. But we're not going to tell you right now. You just yeah. have to imagine that we told you what they were. <laughs> well, beer but, is such a personal choice. All right. Some people like light beers. Some people like dark beers. Some people like lagers. There's all different preferences when it comes to beer. I personally am not a fan of beer. But they did have a pre-mixed drink called a California Sunset, which is absolute berry acai vodka, southern comfort, orange juice, sweet and sour, and a splash of pomegranate. But that drink is pre-made. Yep. So. They also have a pre-made margarita now. Mm, that's and my kind of drink. Both of those are my kind of drinks, the really sweet ones. And they have a draft cider called Ace Space Bloody Orange Hard Cider. I would try that. Mm. Ciders sure. I can tolerate. I'm just not a big beer person. I thought you tried one. Or maybe a, maybe a cider? I, don't know. I thought you bought a drink while we were there. I didn't buy cider there. I bought at um, Jack's in uh, Disney Springs. I had a right. cider drink. I'm just, as, as I've said a few times, I'm not a beer person, but... The hard ciders, the different flavored drinks, they're a little more mild, or not necessarily more mild, but they have a different flavor that I don't mind so much. But it seems, in addition to the Baseline Tap House, there are a, quite a few areas in Hollywood Studios that you can get yourself alcohol. Yeah. They have a lot of areas. I know there's one or two right outside of the Brown Derby where you can go and they have like each of the, each of the areas, they're not full bars, but they'll offer two mixed drinks. Right. There'll be a couple of choices or, or they'll sell you their quote unquote bottle of beer, uh, which are in a plastic bottle. Is it plastic or is it the aluminum? Uh, it depends. Uh, they just won't serve you anything in a glass. So. Right. So if it looks like a bottle, it's plastic. Right. Or it's, or like or you said, it's one of the aluminum bottles. Right. And it, same with the mixed drinks. They're going to serve those to you in a plastic cup because they don't want you carrying glass around the right. park. But it's nice that they're really catering to the crowds. Sure. You know, and in that way, they're really with the times you were just saying about when we were talking about the rooms, how they were a little bit behind the times because it's difficult if right. you're using an iOS device to connect. But in this case, they said, okay, we've, we've dipped our toes with alcohol. We've seen how it gets tolerated right. and it doesn't seem to be too much of an issue. So we're going to go a little further into the water. That's the sure. impression I get. And I, I would have to guess that maybe that's based on they've been doing food and wine for years now. Right. And they know how rowdy or how it affects people when they are in the parks and they are consuming alcoholic beverages. Mm. But they must have said, OK, it's tolerable. You know, people in general don't go too overboard. Right. We don't have too many issues with people imbibing. So... They make it available. And I feel like Hollywood Studios is definitely a good park for adults. I mean, we really enjoy going there. Sure. We, and of course, there's plenty of, if someone does have kids, there's plenty of kid 
activities. Right. But it's nice that there are still many adult centric things to do. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that they have the adult beverages available. And I mean, you've also seen how they have modified their dessert parties because when we went to our first dessert party, the wishes dessert party in Hollywood, uh, excuse me, at magic kingdom, there was no alcohol. Now that equivocal dessert party in magic kingdom has alcohol. Right. They have the star Wars dessert party in Hollywood studios, which includes alcohol. So, and it's funny because we keep on talking about alcohol because we're talking about baseline tap. You and I aren't really big drinkers. No. I mean, we probably do drink more when we were, we go up to Disney than when we are at home. Mm-hmm. Just because we're on vacation and especially if we stay at Coronado and we go to Rick's because we don't have to drive anywhere. We can just go there. Right. I mean, but we still only have a drink or two each max. Yeah. It's few so. and far between that we would have more than that. But we're not really big drinkers, but it's still nice to know the availability and the different options that right. there are. But the other thing at Baseline Tap House is they do have... A couple, I mean, it's literally almost just a, a couple of food items. Well, that's technically four food, food items. <laughs> it's the Bavarian pretzel. Yep. Coffee rubbed ribeye steak puff with olive salad. It sounds really interesting, that one. It does. I, I think we'll have to try that one day. They have a California cheese and charcuterie. Is that how you pronounce that? Charcuterie or charcuterie? Sure. Exactly. Plate. And the fourth item is spiced almonds. So they don't really, I wouldn't really consider them a, a dining area, but no. it is nice if you want to have a drink that you could get something to consume along with your alcohol. Sure. Because a lot of people don't really want to have alcoholic beverages on an empty stomach. So it's nice that you can get something yeah, right a, there. It'll be, it'll be a snack sized meal. <laughs> right, I wouldn't call. Well, yeah, can't, can't, can't call it a meal, but it's not. And it'll be it'll be different than a bag of chips or uh, a corn dog or or something along those lines. I would be interested to see the cheese and meat plate mm-hmm. because we did get a similar or similarly named item at the bar at Disney Vero Beach. Right. We stopped there once. We weren't able to get into Wind and Waves, so we went upstairs to the bar. And we basically had bar food for dinner. And they actually had a very similar menu. Yeah. Because they had not a Bavarian pretzel, but they had like a pretzel with a cheese dip. And they had the cheese and right. meat plate. And they had a flatbread. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting. We'll have to stop by there and get the coffee rubbed ribeye steak puff with olive salad just to see what that's all about. I have just can't even picture what a steak puff is. That's why I'm really interested to try it. Just makes me want to call Ghostbusters. And the and the uh, cheese and meat plate. I keep on calling it the cheese and meat plate because I don't know how to pronounce that word. So cheese and meat plate it is. You, no, you should try to pronounce it again. Charcuterie? I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> keep on getting it wrong? I think everyone's heard enough of me trying to pronounce or mispronounce that word. Oh, come on. So... That's all I have to say about Baseline Tap House. Do you have any additional <laughs> comments on that subject? Not unless you're going to say charcuterie again. Is that how you pronounce it? Absolutely. You still don't know. But I, I have, have it on authority that that is correct. Uh-huh. 
You know what I have it on authority is correct? Um, yes, he is looking up how to pronounce that word and he still can't figure it out. Let's see if this will work. This is how Google pronounces it. Delicatessen. <laughs> That's exactly it. How did we not see that? C-H-A-R-C-U-T-E-R-I-E is pronounced. Delicatessen. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah, delicatessen is, a, is a, the English pr- uh, translation of the word because it is a French word. And it is pronounced. Charcuterie. There you go. I was close. There you go. Either way, we digressed. Shocking, I know. I have it on good authority that we're ready to talk about run Disney. Yeah. I don't run. No. You don't run. No. We don't run. No. We're not runners. But we like the run Disney events. Yeah. We have done two of them. Yeah. We did the Halloween-related 5K because, as we've mentioned before, anniversary is in that time. You know, it's not too far away from Halloween, so we do partake in Halloween-related activities sometimes when we are celebrating our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And that is what we did that year. We said, let's do the race. That was the first one that we did. And then we did the inaugural Star Wars Dark Side event. Yep. And in order to participate in these Run Disney events, you have to go to rundisney.com. Right. And you must register. You create a username and a password. But once you create it, it's good for... I don't want to say indefinitely, but basically it's good until you change it. Right. It'll be, you can use it for a while because we did that first race, what, maybe seven years ago? Uh, at least. And we could still log in right. with the same credentials that we used previously. Some of the events fill up really quickly. Like every year, the Princess Half Marathon right. at Walt Disney World. That's usually what, February, I believe. We haven't Gen- done that one. January, February time yeah. frame. That one fills up really fast. It's really funny. Look, you can look up pictures of that and see the gentleman in, in tutus because yep. it is a princess event. So, right. But even though it's a princess event, it is not all women. Anyone is able to register and participate. And right now, this year in 2018, there are no events in California. Well, uh, Honestly, that that makes some sense because of the layout of the park. You wouldn't be able to put, you wouldn't be able to do a half marathon without closing down city streets, which is probably much more of a hassle than it is in Florida. Well, they used to do run Disney events in California, Mm -hmm. but they had to take them off the calendar for this year. I heard conflicting information, so it's irrelevant because I don't know what the real answer was all i know is the real answer is at the moment there are no events scheduled in california mm-hmm. which it, it's unfortunate but i'm sure that they will rectify that as soon as they can i'm sure there's a good reason the run disney events are very popular and they are a lot of fun yep. and i'm sure that they didn't remove them without much thought oh sure about you know what would happen had right. they were, were they not to offer them but What's really nice about these Run Disney events is whenever there's an event, they have an expo. Right. And it's a runner's health expo. And you don't have to be 
part of the race in order to attend. I do believe the first day of the expo, it is limited to participants. There's, there's usually a time period where only people who have registered right. are able to get in. But after that time period, anyone can go in. And we actually have done that to a few of the races now. We decided that we weren't going to participate in the race, mm -hmm. but we decided to go to the expo and see what they had to offer. It's unfortunate, at least for me, that, and probably for you too, they used to have a contract, Run Disney used to have a contract with New Balance. Right. And they used to offer sneakers, different sneakers. Each running season, they would come out with different styles. So in the most recent year that they sold them, there was a Space Mountain style and a Haunted Mansion style and a Tea Party, the Mad Tea Party style. Um, but they no longer have that contract. And, and that's unfortunate because those were really huge sneakers. You have sneakers from that same, it was last year, your yep. Toy, Story, Toy Story sneakers right. are run Disney sneakers and they're made by New Balance and they're really comfortable. So it is unfortunate that they don't have that contract anymore. There's been some speculation from Disney fanatics on if New Balance will get, if, you know, the a contract again, or maybe they're going to have a contract with a different shoemaker, or who knows what's going to happen. But it would right. be interesting to see if something is offered. Well, I'm sure something, some somebody will pick it up somewhere. That yeah, that would be it. Would be silly for them not to. Right. fill that gap because it is a running event so having a running shoe is really a nice benefit they do often offer duny purses for the events not every race but many of the races they do come out with a new duny style and for people that collect the disney duny bags that's really nice right and they also do uh, a pin t-shirts uh well they do a lot of pins usually uh, yeah there's usually a few pins it, it depends on the event but there's usually a few pins of, there might be a password pin uh we've seen the collectible coins i think on the last one um obviously shirts uh event shirts distance shirts so you can get you know if you ran in the 5k you can fool all your friends by getting the uh the, I did a full marathon shirt, and I know somebody who did that. I don't know what you're talking about. I personally wouldn't do that if I didn't run it. I am not wearing it. Well, we don't run any of them, so well, we walk them. Yeah, we walked our five Ks, the two of them that we did. No, they do have a lot of merchandise, and it is really nice that people could go to it. But do you know what else they have? What else? They have a challenge. Well, they have two challenges. It depends on what the race is. Some races offer. A 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon. Right. Other events offer a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. They don't offer the full marathon because right. that, I mean, as we were talking about for California, but for any event that's holding a marathon, I mean, that's 26.1 miles. That's a long distance, and they have to, to close a lot of roads, and it takes a long time. So they don't want to offer marathons every time they have an event. Right. And and you missed by a tenth of a mile. 26.2? Yeah. Ah, that was close. 
You're totally, completely far off. I'm sorry. Sorry Although about I, that. I did see that they're going to have a marathon in Paris. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be interesting. That'll too bad we're not going to Paris anytime soon. Well, especially since it's only a couple of weeks away. So. Yeah, unless we unless we come into hordes of money really quickly, that's not going to happen. Right. But what they have at the different events is the Goofy Challenge. And that is if you do the half marathon and the full marathon. Right. So you can say you completed the Goofy Challenge. Or if you're at one of the events that offers all four, 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon, it's the Dopey Challenge. Right. So it's really nice that they have different um, achievement levels you could go for, you know, if you really want to challenge yourself. What's also nice, let's say that you are a marathon runner. A lot of people like to run a half marathon prior to running a marathon because it it loosens them up for argument's sake, you know, to... That's the best way for me to word it. You know, you don't want to run nothing and then run (laughs) 26.2 miles. You want to be prepared for that. So doing a half marathon before a marathon is really nice. And you know what else is really nice? What? They have kids events. Yep. They have a whole bunch of kids events. So you could literally have your entire family participate Mm -hmm. in these run Disney events. Right. So the, the downside for us... Of the Run Disney events is? I don't know. The time. Oh, well, that's why we don't actually partake <laughs> in the events. Yeah, it's not so much that we mind doing the 5K because we can walk that and, and that's really nice. Right. But it's that we did the Star Wars yep. inaugural race and I believe we were supposed to be there by 5 or 5.30 a.m. So we had to wake up at about 4 or 4.30 a.m. Uh, yeah, it was something it, horrible like that. It was really early in the morning. So do be prepared if you are going to be partaking in the races well, that you're going to have to get there pretty early. I think it, they do that for both the 5 and the 10K races because they're short enough that they can get them in before the park opens. Right. So for like the, the regular half marathon and the full marathon, that's different. They actually, I think they actually start those a little later. I mean, they still start them early in the morning, obviously, but not quite that early and what's really nice about the run disney races as with many events they do on property is they do offer bus service you don't have to worry that oh my goodness the parks aren't open yet how am i going to get there even if you are doing one of the run disney races you will be able to get transportation to the race that being said they don't offer it from all of the resorts. But when you book, if you book a Disney resort, right. they should be able to tell you, you will be able to get transportation from here. You won't be able to get transportation from here. Right. They should be able to guide you through. And yeah. do you remember something else about the races? That's a lot of fun. Uh, the, there's a lot of photo paths on the short races. I, I, I don't know if they do it on the longer ones. Because on the, we haven't done the longer ones. But well, yes, there are photo pass opportunities throughout the course not just at the beginning not just at the end so there are people that are runners that they'll they'll run far ahead but then you'll end up passing them because they've stopped for the photo opportunities right and when we did the halloween themed race it was great right because they had different disney characters dressed in halloween costumes oh yeah when we did the star wars dark side race there were dark side characters yep so dark side star wars characters right and it was just it's really fun how they incorporate the theming 
and how it's not just a race. I mean, how many 5K races do you go to outside of Disney where you could stop during the race for a photo opportunity? Sure. So it's really a nice little event that they hold, and that's probably why they're so popular. Well, you get a lot for for the the money you spend. <laughs> Well, yes, I was. I forgot about that part. You, if you do register for the race, there is a registration fee. However, that's common for any race that you're going to participate in. Right, they charge fees. Uh, but you, you still pay that Disney premium on on any of these races. Uh, it, you do get a lot, obviously, both before and after and during and. All, all that good stuff. I mean, you know, the full marathons are, are fully decked out marathons. Uh, you know, it's it's done at the same level that you would expect from Disney. So there's tons of first aid and water stations and and all those things. On the you know, we we only we've only done the five Ks. They had free water, a free Gatorade. Um, right at the end, you get the protein bag. Right with the granola bar and banana or whatever and whatnot comes right. in the bag because they want to make sure that you are comfortable yeah. afterwards they don't want you collapsing so you, you're you're going you're going to a premium event i guess is really right. but you also do get a shirt as part right. of the event as part of your registration fee yeah. it won't be the most colorful of the shirts available if you want something right a little more well just different I guess that's the best way to put it. The well, shirts the, are different. The, the event shirt will have all the sponsors on it and, right. and all that stuff. The, the ones you can buy in the at the expo are going to be, they're still event shirts, but they're not going to list off all the different sponsors and not all those things. They're, they're the more the fun shirts. Right. And, right. They, and they do offer a slew of different designs. And within the past year, they've added a lot of different, um, basically Disney bounding Right. Running outfits. Yeah. I mean, that's Disney bounding has become so popular and it's crossed over into right. the running scene that they have shirts and the running pants and the running skirts and all different kinds of outfits that you can dress like a character yeah. in your running gear. Yeah, so, you could you could dress up and look almost you could be pretty close to Minnie Mouse. In a full-on racing, in a full-on running outfit. Oh, they have Minnie Mouse. They had Stitch. They have um, Cheshire Cat. They have a whole oh, bunch of. That's right. They did have. They had some. Uh, they had the arm warmers and the leg warmers that were much more character right. versioned. Right. No, they have a lot of different merchandise. So, if you want to visit. A Run Disney event, if you were on property when a Run Disney event is being held, be prepared that it might affect traffic patterns. Of course. That's something you just need to look out for. But keep an eye on what the hours for the expo are. And if you get a chance to go over to the expo, which is held at ESPN World of Sports, mm -hmm. they do not, at least the past few times we've gone, they didn't charge anything, no parking, and... It is something really nice to check out if you're in the area and sure. you have the time to go there. It's a nice little thing to see that you won't be able to see every time, you know, because they're only around for the races. Right. So, and a lot of neat merchandise and a lot of Disney merchandise, you know, there's different vendors there. So some non-Disney merchandise, you know, things related to health and running. And they do have 
snack items right. for sale there as well, which is nice, yeah. you know, on, on the floor. But go to the expo. You don't have to shop there. Right. They have, you know, look around, see what they have that you can look at. Sure. Learn a little bit about the races, and maybe you'll decide you want to do one. Yeah. And what some people might not know is there is a Run Disney 5K on Castaway Key. Yeah, it's a little a little less organized. <laughs> right. But I believe it's still organized by Run... It's still considered a Run Disney race. I, I think so. Yeah. I but uh, and, it's not It's not a... a, a right. Castaway Key is the island owned by Disney Cruise Line, by Disney. So we will talk about Disney Cruise Line in an upcoming podcast so we can go into more detail. But it's just for anyone interested in races, it's good to know that you could do a 5K on their island. So, and anyway, they, they even have a t-shirt and I think they give you a little, well, you can buy a t-shirt, but if you participate in the 5k, you do get a plastic, <laughs> you yeah. get a metal, but it's plastic. You get a plastic metal. Yes. <laughs> On that note, I'm tired. Okay. I'm going to go to bed. All right. You should go to bed then. I am going to go to bed then. All right. But I should say good night first. What if well, I wanted to say good morning? Well, it's night. So I'm saying good night, but maybe the people listening aren't listening at night. So right. then you could say good morning. Sure. Or I could say good afternoon. How about just goodbye? Okay. Bye. Bye.